0: You're listening to Straight Out of Philly,
1: South Philadelphia's number one podcast. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to South Philadelphia's number one podcast, Straight Out of Philly. I'm your host, Brent Snyder, and I just want to say thank you for listening. You guys ready? Well, I know I am. Let's fucking go. Welcome back fuckers. This is Brent Snyder, coming to you from the deepest parts of South Philadelphia. Just wanna say thank you for listening to our sixth episode, you heard it right, milestone number six. Yeah! It's been a crazy week this week, uh, way too much fucking shit going on to talk about it all in one show. So we're gonna have to, you know, push it down the road for a little. But we got some great shit to talk about today. So I'm not even gonna waste any more time. Let's fucking go. Welcome back, guys. As you all know, or maybe not, I'm a huge cigar smoker. I love a good cigar anytime during the day. In the morning, afternoon, after dinner, before bed, whenever. To me, a cigar is a relaxation. It helps me calm down, you know, a good tobacco kick. But unfortunately, there are some people out there who think they're aficionados, and they're not. So, this rant this week is going to be about cigar etiquette. Okay, so for all you cigar smokers, grab a pen and pencil and a pad and take some fucking notes. Most of you guys need some. Cigar etiquette. something that all cigar aficionados should fucking know, but unfortunately, there's fucking morons out there that still act like little kids when they get around a cigar. All right, guys, when you walk into your humidor, be a man. Don't make a noise. Don't make a noise like you're oh. coming in your pants or you're having sex with your favorite model. Just don't make any noises at all. No one wants to hear it. No one cares that you love the smell of a cigar that much where you have to moan and exist. It's weird. Kind of fucked up. It makes you look like a douche. Cigar smoking isn't like sex. It's pleasurable, but nowhere near like sex. I don't understand the comparison, you know, but I guess some people do. And for those dipshits that can't get laid and this is the only pleasure they have, well, I'm sorry, but I feel for you. All right, guys. Another thing I thought we didn't need to discuss but obviously do is that you cannot smell the cigar through the fucking cellophane it's wrapped it comes Mm. there's absolutely zero reasons to sniff the cigar like you're a dog in heat Mm. the same goes for the cigars that aren't wrapped in cellophane don't put your fucking dirty noses on something that will go in someone else's mouth that's gross that's sick and you should be ashamed of yourself they don't want your infected snot all over the cigars that going in their mouth. Plus, once again, by doing that, it makes you look like a fucking moron. Ah, here we go. Your life story. Guess what? No one gives a fuck about it. If someone asks you, how's it going? Just nod your head and say, okay. Don't say, I'm living the life. Especially when you're smoking a $3 cigar. Don't go into a rant about your oh, Shut wife. the fuck up! No one gives a shit if your wife's fucking the mailman or anything like that. Most likely in Philadelphia, it's probably just rhetorical questions anyways. They don't really care what's going on in your life. They're trying to be nice. Alright guys, and finally. Don't stand outside a cigar store looking in like it's a porn oh. shop. It's a fucking cigar shop. You can come in without hiding your face... Nothing to be ashamed of. Believe me, I've never been in any cigar shops where there were jerk-off booths in the back. You don't have to worry about getting a Monte Cristo number two in a handjob. Nothing's gonna be like that. I promise you. One other thing, you're not at a zoo. Employees aren't caged animals. They're not there for your pleasure to watch. They're there to help you pick a cigar and get you on your way. So if you want a window shop, that's perfectly fine, no problem at all, everyone does it. But, when you just stare into the store like a crazed out junkie, that's a line you don't want to cross. Alright guys, one more thing before we move on, pretty simple, don't be a deuce. that's it. Don't be a fucking deuce. plain and simple. Cigar smoking is about relaxation, peace and quiet, stress relief. You can smoke a cigar for about any reasons whatsoever. But the biggest thing is, when you do smoke a cigar, don't be a fucking douchebag. Alright guys, I'm done with my rant. Break time. And guys, don't forget to follow us on all social media outlets at straight out215. Welcome back you fuckers. I hope you got a drink, grabbed a smoke, or whatever the fuck you needed over this last break, because you're going to need them. This next subject turns really dark and intense real fucking quick, so hang on. Okay, so when you switch my Apple TV on, dozens of apps come up for different streaming services such as Netflix, HBO, Paramount+, Plus, etc. But, you know, how many of those do we actually use? Probably maybe 20% of them in a week? Plus, we even have cable. So there's nothing that we can't see. Being a true crime drunkie, my favorite app is by far Discovery Plus. They have everything from paranormal shit to mob shit to murder for hires and serial killers. So if you're a true crime drunkie, you definitely need to either download it or continue to watch it. So last night, I was sitting there browsing different topics to watch. And this one show, actually a docu-series, came across my screen that really piqued my interest, I guess you could say. Um, You guys know that fat fuck from Subway, Jared Fogle, and everything that's gone with him, right? They have a new show out called Jared from Subway, Catching a Monster. So, you know, what did we do? We decided to watch it. And I tell you this, what we watched was one of the most disgusting examples of a fucking pig I've ever seen, in my opinion, he ranks one notch below that fucking disgusting douchebag, Jeffrey Epstein. So, even though it's a three episode series, we only made it through two last night. And I tell you this, guys. Each minute was harder and harder to watch. How can a fucking grown ass man find younger younger girls hot? I mean, come the fuck on. These girls were like 9, 10, 11 years old. In one instance, he was even talking about a 7-year-old. Talk about a fucking piece of shit. While watching the show, my girlfriend and I, we brought up a very uh, interesting topic that I want to run by you guys. Do you think Subway had any idea or inkling that their main spokesperson was becoming a pedophile? Or was an act of pedophile at the time of, um, you know, their their marketing blitz, I guess you can say. I don't know about you, but something like that makes me wonder, and it would have surprised me if they did. All right, guys, the show, in my opinion, is a much watched. Even though that the subject is so vile and disgusting as, you know, pedophilia, it actually does play well. I mean, it's put together not too long. There's three episodes, about 40 minutes each. So if you can put your stomach through this shit, definitely worth watch. But I must warn you, it's not for the faint of heart. All right, guys, time to get away from this pig and take a break. I don't know about you guys, but I know I have to go wash my mouth out. All right, time to get away from this pig and take a break. I, do, I know what I have to do. i got to go wash my mouth out just talking about this fucking dirtbag. You guys do what you need to do, and we'll be right back. me... All right, guys, welcome back from the break. Now, let's talk about our great nation's first capital. City brotherly love, Philadelphia. Lately, there's been absolutely zero love going on in this fucking city. Unless your version of love is pumping dozens of 9mm rounds into random people. Then, yeah, sure, I guess there's a lot of love going on, but that's not my type. I don't know about you guys, but... I'm into a different type of lovin' than being shot dozens of times. The numbers coming in from the PPD is outstanding for the first two months of the year. Eighty-one fucking murders. Just in January and February. I say again 81 murders. This city is on pace to top 500 murders again this year for the third year in a row. And the summer hasn't even started yet. Imagine that. Our three uh, stooges Up in City Hall, Mayor Kenney, District Attorney Krasner, and Police Commissioner Outlaw, they must be dancing with the joy in their offices. Not only do we have to be afraid of being murdered when we walk out our front door, we also have to be worried about being raped, carjacked, assaulted by fine, upstanding citizens of Philadelphia. You know what I mean? There's been over a hundred rapes just in the past two months. I mean, what the fuck? Now our women can't even walk to work without the fear of being savagely raped. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting pretty tired of this shit. Here's one example of just how savage that's become in our great city. Just a few weeks ago, an innocent 34 year old woman was viciously attacked by a group of animals over absolutely nothing. And here's a fucking goddamn kicker. It happened in the middle of Center City just a little after 7 p.m. You know, the tourist area where everyone comes to shop and goes to dinner. You know, that area. How can eight kids, that's right guys, eight fucking kids, attack a woman without anyone stopping it? The eldest perp, wait a minute, wait for it, was only 15 years old. Where were their fucking parents? Maybe they were home fucked up on crack, or maybe, just maybe, They don't give a fuck what their kids are doing. Well, that's obvious. Either way, the parents need to be charged for their kids' actions. Each and every parent, along with their poor excuse for a human being kid, needs to be charged with attempted murder and put away for life. Make a fucking example out of that. That is the only way we're going to change a violent situation that's destroying this city. I don't know about you guys, but I say enough is enough. Commissioner Outlaw, Mayor Kenney, and District Attorney Krasner are solely responsible for the deterioration of this once great city. Their policies, especially those of D.A. Krasner, allow the thugs and animals to roam free and terrorize us law-abiding Philadelphians. Tell me, really, how can a group of middle schoolers attack a woman and nothing, I repeat, not a peep, from our esteemed mayor or D.A., That just shows you what a crack of shit our leaders are. Until the people of Philadelphia decide enough is enough, nothing will change. I personally hope we see the day that the National Guard is patrolling our streets. You know why? Maybe it will open the fucking eyes of these people who continually vote these bastards in. Until then, we must protect ourselves and our loved ones. Practice your constitutional rights. Check you and your loved ones. And hopefully one day soon, we'll have someone in City Hall that will care about us and not the animals. All right, guys, break time. After the break, we're going to be reviewing the brand-new, just-released movie, Cocaine Bear. You're not going to miss it. Be right back. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. Now we're going to do our first ever movie review on the show. And that movie, none other than Cocaine Bear. What the fuck can I say about this movie? Based on a true story, or so they say, portrays a brown bear chasing people through a goddamn wood while on fucking coke. No! Yes, yes. We're all going to die! Where did he get the coke? Well, that's part of the movie that I'm not going to exp- explain because I don't want to spoil the movie for everybody. But, just take it from me, who watched the movie twice last night, he's running around higher than a fucking coked out $2 whore. The poor saps that's being chased out by the bear are fucking dimwits. It's your typical dark comedy where nothing can go right for like the actor. You know what I mean? Like No matter what they do, they're going to die. And they know it. So, it's just how they're going to die. Not if or when. So... But the list of characters through the movie is pretty impressive. You have some really well-known names in there. First one, Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson. Man, looks like he put a little weight on for the show. Last time I remembered him, he was looking okay. Now he looks like a um, buffed-up Twinkie. O'Shea's drug-dealing boss is played then none other than probably the best gangster character-playing actor ever. The late, great... Ray Liotta. I mean, I love his movies like Goodfellas, Iceman, *Smoking Aces, NARC, and of course, the cop classic, Copland. But Ray should have stayed away from this one. It's one of his last movies before he uh, tragically passed, and you could tell. He looked like a coke-out cancer victim that was ready to croak as, the, as soon as he walked through the door. It was not a good look for him. Another well-known actress, Margot Martindale, who's known for her roles in Your Honor, Justified, Netflix's The Watcher, The Americans, and Dexter, pretends to be a down-under-luck, horny-as-fuck park ranger in a no-name park, who hopefully is finding a a quick little hookup with a friend she met online, that is, until... Kerry Russell decides to walk in and fuck everything up. There's numerous actors and actresses that pop up there throughout the movie here and there, but there's one guy that is well known for something other than you know his, his movies. It's TikTok Sensation, the Ikea guy, Scott Zeiss. Anyone who's fucked around with TikTok knows who Scott is. He's the angry retailer, aka the IKEA guy. What, he, what a great clips he does. I would love to see him in his um, natural environment, that is, as a stand-up comedian. I'm sure he's funny as shit. Alright, so, overall, this movie is a must-watch. If you want to watch something that is dumb, funny, a little scary, and just completely, like, what the fuck just happened, you must watch Cocaine Bear. Even though they say this movie is based on a, um, highly story, this goddamn movie seems like a Hunter H. Thompson drug-filled rampage, but funnier. So, all in all, I would and will definitely re-watch Cocaine Bear at least a few fucking times just to get everything that comes out of it. Alright, so my final score for this amazing movie is 4 out of 5 kilos definitely one of the most entertaining, action-packed, and fast movies of the year. Could go down as one of the top five of 2023. One more break and we're out of here. We'll be right back. Hey guys, your comments are important to us, so please don't forget to email us at straightout215 at gmail.com or leave comments on any social media at with the name at Straight Out 215 That does it for today's show, guys. Thanks for listening, and remember, next week, we won't be here. The great city of Annapolis is calling our name. But in two weeks, the season one finale will drop, and you're not going to want to miss it, especially if you're a wrestling fan keep an eye out on all social media for breaking news and some live drop-ins from our much-needed vacation. I'm Brent Snyder. I'm out of here.